Blog Talk Radio. Hi and welcome to The Art of Film Funding. I'm your co-host, Claire Papan, along with Carol Dean, author of the best-selling book, The Art of Film Funding. Carol is also the founder and president of From the Heart Productions and the host of this show. Karen Stein is the vice president of communications and content for Network for Good. She oversees the development and distribution of fundraising training and is the editor-in-chief of the nonprofit marketing blog. Karen has 15 years of digital marketing experience and has helped thousands of organizations improve their online fundraising campaigns by combining the best practices of web design with compelling storytelling. And Carol, I understand From the Heart has chosen Network for Good to partner with. Yes, we have, Claire. And thank you, Karen, for joining us today. Well, thanks so much for having me. Well, we wanted to know, we wanted to start with um, how a Network for Good was founded. What is your core purpose? Sure. So Network for Good was founded really on the premise that we wanted to make it easy for folks to give back at any moment. And we primarily focused on being able to do that through technology. So we want to empower nonprofits and organizations with the right technology to connect with donors and allow them to easily give to whatever charity and whatever projects that they'd like to give to. And so our goal is to make it easy for both the donor as well as the organization to get set up and not have that technology be a barrier but really have that be a way to empower those folks to really fund their missions, fund their programs, and make a bigger impact. And um, Network for Good has been around since 2001. We were founded in the wake of um, 9-11, actually, and and when folks were really just coming um, to try to understand how they could easily give back online. And there really wasn't a place for them to do that. And so Network for Good stepped in with some help from some of our founding partners like AOL, Cisco, and Yahoo. And we we were able to really, um, you know, provide a platform that was that made it easy for donors to connect with those charities, um, and then we've really evolved from there to really focus more on our nonprofit partners and organizations to give them the tools to really own those relationships with donors and be much more successful with their fundraising and their marketing efforts. All right. Well, Karen, when you say easy to donate, you mean that it's uh, designed so that donors can get through the the online experience and come out and still have their nerves left intact, right? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Our focus is really to make that experience as easy and and as pain-free and as as quick as possible. And so what we do, we you know, over the course of the last 14 years or so, we've seen a lot of trends and we've seen how people behave and we've processed over uh, 1.2 billion dollars since our inception. So we've got a lot of information about how people give, what really makes the best experience and we've rolled that into our platform. So every time that we're processing a donation, and every time that one of our nonprofits is running a campaign, we get a little smarter, and then we bake that back into the technology itself. And what we do know in terms of best practices is that 
the easier you can make it, and this sounds very obvious, but sometimes very overlooked, the easier you can make it for that donor to give, the more likely they will give, the, they're more likely to give more, and they're likely to give again and have a better experience with your organization. And those are all really um, important things. And so we've really incorporated some of the technology best practices, some of the marketing best practices, as well as something around what we call behavioral economics. And this is just this concept around why do people do what they do and why do people make certain decisions? And we've been able to roll all of that in to the products as well. So it really just makes it a lot easier for organizations to connect with donors and make that ask and ask for that support and then makes it super simple, super easy for those donors to complete that donation and just feel great about it. Yes. Um, and this, these behavioral eccentricities are what is so important to me because um, I seem to be the one who get the irate uh, donors. We, we don't have that anymore, but when I first started, I had bought a uh, store uh, for a large amount of money to put on my website so people could go to the store and donate to filmmakers, and it was very difficult, people said. I mean, I thought it was easy, but no, it, it's not, <laughs> according to the donor. So we took that off, and we went to PayPal, which has been very successful. But when we saw your website with uh, how you set this up for donors, we were really impressed, as well as how you set up the pages for our filmmakers, uh, because it's magnificent what you can put on the page, but we'll get into that in a minute. But what I find mm-hmm. with the donors is that you have a report that goes to the donor and says, here's how much you've donated. Uh, thank you for your donation. Here's what you've given. And then when they come back, it's it's as if they get a report every time they donate, and you have a uh, file on them on our Network for Good showing how much money they've given for that one film project, right? Right, exactly. And that's really important for people. It's, you know, it is about that front-end transaction and really understanding how people can give and make it really easy to do. But it's equally important for those organizations to have access to that information and to understand who gave today, how many people are giving, what amounts did they give, how do we track that over time. So we try to make that that process easy as well so that those organizations are able to follow up and build those relationships and just really understand how effective their campaigns really are. Right, and it all starts when they send out a request. The, the filmmakers send out an ask letter, uh, or they have their uh, website. On their website, they have donate. You have a button. You go straight uh, to Network for Good, and you get into the uh, information that's there for the donor. And so it's really fast to donate, right, just a few clicks to set your account up. Is that right? Exactly, exactly. And, again, it's one of those things where we know that you've got a lot of better things to do than to worry about 
setting up the technology. Um, and you, you've got things that you want to pursue and you have a passion for the work that you do. And so we want to make it just easy for you to come in and take that passion and really take the stories that you have and take the, the um, impact that you will have and put that right into your page and make it real easy to, to walk through. So we do give you some suggestions. We give you some templates to start with. We give you some things to think about so that if you are having trouble getting started and you're not quite sure what to put on that page, we've got a lot of guidance and, and some coaching available to help you just think about how is this going to really reflect the message that I'm trying to send so that it makes that ask just that much more um, compelling for those donors. Okay, well, let's talk about the page because we've set some up now, and we are really in love with how they look. You, the filmmakers can put, can put their trailers on there and the copy about the film explaining the story, telling the story, and then um, making the ask. Uh, and But there's a lot more on the page. So what else have you got? Yeah, definitely. So it is a lot about the branding, right, which we call the branding. And it's really what is really about, though, and really why I'm so excited to talk with you, Carol, is it's about storytelling. That's really what fundraising is about. That's what marketing is about. This is what about what's connecting with other people. That's what it's all about. And I think your um, your network has a great opportunity to do that because that's what they do. And so I'm excited to give them that platform to be able to do that and to make it really easy. So it, it is about the images. It's about the video. It's about that story. It's about trying to connect with another person and present that message that will inspire them to act. And we know that all of those things really go a long way into, again, making sure that people will take action and actually give more. And we've seen that bear out time over time in the data that we have from, from Network for Good is that when you have that rich experience that reflects the story that you're trying to tell, we consistently see greater results. We see greater completion rates of donations. We see higher average gifts. We see about seven times more raised on pages that include those stories and those elements versus pages that do not. And we also see people that are really more willing to give um, a monthly or recurring gift, which is incredibly important. If you have a project that's running and you want to get some sustaining support, that's another opportunity where this storytelling element really goes a long way. And so that piece is incredibly important. It's also thinking about what are the right amounts to ask for. And we've got some guidance around that. So you can include some suggested giving amounts. You can include the list of folks who are already giving to you, which is important because when people see that other people are already supporting your project, they're more likely to do so themselves. And this gets back to this behavioral economics thing. This is about how people are motivated to do what they do. And so that that's one of the ways that we've tried to incorporate that is that you can see those messages from people who are already supporting your project. You actually see their face, and there's something about a face that connects with people. Even when we're looking at it online, it actually elicits an emotional response and makes people feel a little bit more connected to that cause, which makes them more likely to give. Right. Um, okay. I like this uh, where uh, you can – include a list of who gave because in our film industry a lot of filmmakers give to other filmmakers 
And I always like it when I see other filmmakers. Cause, and I think that uh, that donors who look and see filmmakers giving to other filmmakers, would uh, that, that would give them a good feeling that they might increase their donation if they see peer-to-peer funding like that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. There's something about um, the the concept of someone you know asking you for a gift, and and I think the great thing about the filmmaking community is that it is such a, it is a community, and it is a built on relationships and people who know people and people who could reach out to people. So I think that you have an, a great opportunity there. But there's some, you know, I think that there's a there was a statistic that said people are three times more likely to give if they are asked by a friend or family member, and that's huge. It's about getting your foot in the door what what which how many requests do any of us get in a day and which of those requests stand out the requests that come from people that we know personally and those requests are very powerful and so that's one way that that people can give and then I think the other thing to think about is that then there's this opportunity to expand the network that you have you have people who know and care about you and that are also passionate about the projects that you're working on and they're able to then share that message with their network. So then you start to see this exponential expansion of the number of people that you can get your work in front of, which I think is incredibly exciting, not just for fundraising opportunities, um, but just for people that could get excited about the projects and the films that are being funded. Yes, and who will come back and buy the product when it's finished. Absolutely. Exactly, exactly. Well, I'll tell you that we I know one thing about uh, donors. They have a comfort level. And like you and I and everybody listening probably, we all have this comfort level. So when you get a request from your favorite charities, you sit down and you write a check for almost the same thing every time. Now, because uh, so, that is your comfort level. Because I've seen checks come in for 20000 $750, some funny number, $13,000, you know. That's their comfort level. Um, now, right. This can be really beneficial when you have uh, an opportunity to give monthly gifts. For, for example, if you go to someone whose comfort level is, say, uh, $100, but maybe they give $100 a month to charities, and then they see, well, you know what, uh, for $1,200, I, I could really help you because you only need 6000 to finish your film. So, yes, I'll give you 100 a month. I'll make you my primary charity. Then that, that can move donors from a one-time donation to an ongoing donation. I'm sure that's what you've seen. Yeah, I think. Yes, definitely. So we've seen a couple of different things around that. I think that, you know, one thing is that you really need to be able to get, you know, kind of give people that picture of what what they're giving, why are they giving and what will happen as a result. And I think if you can put their gift in context to if you're trying to raise a certain amount of money and their gift is going to get you get them to the finishing point or your gift is going to get them to the next milestone, that can be an incredible motivator and actually it really enables and inspires people to give a little bit more than they might have otherwise, to your point, Carol. And I think the other thing that we've seen is that we do know, even for folks that are giving smaller monthly giving amounts, those people are giving more over the course of a year and beyond than people that would just give that one-time gift. So you have to really think about the lifetime value of those donors and then the projects that you're trying to fund versus, you know, there's this temptation to get that gift up front and you're willing to sort of trade off 
expect that longer term uh, return for that short term gain, even though you might raise more over the course of the year. And what we know is that the, for us on, on Network for Good is that that average recurring giver will give about 42% more in that year. And so that can, that can be a pretty big difference. For folks. The other thing is that it makes it a lot easier to feel like people can give. And so if I feel like I can break that gift out into monthly installments or smaller amounts, um, you know, I'm more likely to just make that gift rather than feel like I can't really make a difference. And so that can be a really powerful option. But you got to be able to be to do it and got to make it easy for those donors to set that gift up. And that's what you can do through through the platform here at Network for Good. So you could actually say on your uh, page that um, if you'd like to make a reoccurring donation, you click here or something like that, right? Exactly. And we have we have organizations that set up pages that are just primarily focused for that. And I, that's what I love because they may have a campaign page for, you know, their ongoing funds and they're getting one-time gifts and people will have the opportunity to give a monthly gift, but they might set up a campaign that's specifically focused on monthly giving and setting up a program around that, setting up some special recognition for those donors um, that are funding those projects on a monthly basis because those are really the people that are helping you build that sustainable funding model for your project and for your organization. And that's a really big thing because it's about really how do you retain those folks over time and keep them engaged. Exactly right, and particularly for filmmakers, where it takes sometimes two to three years to get a film made. But let me let's talk more about the benefits uh, for recognition, because we are very familiar with that in the film industry. Sometimes, to get a larger donation, we might give them a thank you credit on the film, or a even up to an associate producer credit in the film. So, what have you seen with your nonprofits? that they give as benefits for special recognition. Yeah, I think there's a, it's a wide variety of things. I think the key thing is often the most simple thing. I think it's really about that sincere thank you that comes after that donation. And it's also about keeping those donors up to date on how the project is going and, and what their diff- what difference their gift has made. And so that in itself can be a very powerful thing. And then you start to layer on a lot of other things like these credits that you mentioned. Um, you know, some folks give away gifts. You know, we've seen that work in, in different ways. I'm not a huge fan of the gift because I feel like then it starts to become a little bit more transactional. But I think in some ways it can work as long as it ties that donor's feeling about their gift back to the impact or back to the project. Um, I think that can work. Another thing that we've seen is that people will create or organizations will create special programs that are named programs. So their their program might be, you know, the, the film funder circle or something that gives like a special status to them and, and that can make people feel really great about their gift. They feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves. And that's another thing. And then another thing that we've seen is that people giving special perks. And I think special perks in that maybe a sneak preview or maybe they get invited to the premiere or, you know, whatever special access that you might have. It might not cost you a lot, but that can be very meaningful because it's all about making those donors feel that they are special and that they do make a difference and that they do have meaning to to your project or to your organization. And so I think those are some things that could really be very powerful, especially in the filmmaking community, because 
because you know everybody loves to be the first you know at something everybody wants to see something first especially when you've really had a big hand in making that happen Exactly. That's right. Those are great ideas. Well, let me just say that uh, expanding on your idea of film funder circle that you get into that list on their website, um, perhaps the the filmmaker sets that as a $1,000 minimum, and then when you say on your page, if you want, you can hit the thousand dollar minimum by uh, monthly payments. Even sixty dollars a month will give you the thousand dollars, and X number of months or fifty will give it to you, and give them the option to go back to the monthly payment to get the thousand and get on that film founder circle or some exactly something like that, right? Because the the airlines have really taught us how to play games like. Our, <laughs> Because we love to get on board early. We love getting bumped to uh, business class with our miles and taking free trips. So we we like this kind of recognition for our service. In other words, they are donating to you and you are responding to them with rewards, but it doesn't have to be a T-shirt or a bag or something. Exactly. I think, exactly. I think this means a lot more I think that's exactly right, and that's why I'm not a huge fan of that kind of giveaway. I think in some cases it definitely works, right? And for some organizations it works better than others. Uh, but I think in in most cases it's really about connecting them back with the reason that they gave in the first place. And most of the time that's not because of a T-shirt or a tote bag. Maybe in some cases it is, but I don't think in this particular case <laughs> that is uh, true. Right. No, I think we're on the right track here. So basically – You have seen people increase their donations uh, through using your system because of the way your page is set up uh, and the easy way that they check out. That because when I go to Amazon, I have to be careful what I check on because it's a it's now it's a one click thing and you're out of there and you just bought it. Right. So. I, and I love it, but I think that Network for Good is almost as simple, isn't it? It's just very easy for the users. Yeah, it is very easy for the users, and that's that was really our intention, is to make that process as, as streamlined as possible. You click from you know your email or your social media post or your website or whatever that is. It should be a one-click into that donation experience, and then that experience should not only be really compelling and rich and have that story, but it should be streamlined, right? It should, you know, it should really keep the donor focused on the task at hand, and so we've in- implemented a lot of different things in that page to make sure that they stay on the page and that they get through that donation experiences as quickly and easily as possible. And again, that helps people, you know, get that done. The other thing is that it's also about providing those options that we know will allow people to give more. And so again, yes, it's about that emotional story and that compelling ask, but it's um, it's also about thinking around are we adding things like recurring giving options that we know will inspire people to give more? Are we adding those suggested donation amounts so people have a reference point? They Sometimes people want to come to that page and know what the suggested giving amount is because they may not have an idea of where to begin. And so if you can provide that suggestion, they're more likely to go along with that suggestion and you'll end up raising a little bit more money. Absolutely right. Well, see, we think 
all of us at From the Heart are very excited because we've, we've been partners with Indiegogo for three years now, and we are really well-versed in crowdfunding. And um, we think that this is the same as the Indiegogo Kickstarter crowdfunding platform. You have all of this information on here. And you mentioned something earlier about how, how many people come to the page. Do they have the opportunity to find out how many people have been to their page? Are those analytics available? Yes, definitely. And so you can find out how many people visited your page, and then obviously you would know how many people completed that gift. You would know your average gift size. You would know how many people initiated that recurring gift. You would get a lot of information that provides you with some insight. And we have some additional tracking that you can use to start to say, let's say I sent out an email appeal to my donors that have been giving for quite some time versus a different email that I sent out to people who have never given will give you the opportunity to tag that as well so you can start to see how those different things perform. And that can be very powerful because then you start to see what messages really resonate with the right audience and which types of outreach and which channels get you the best response. And so it's about those visits, but it's also about what happens after they get there. Exactly. Oh, my gosh, that's fabulous. Okay, so basically what we're saying is that um, from the hearts fee is 7% and Network for Good's fee is included in that. However, Network for Good has a uh, an option. When your donors are paying their donation to you, they have the option of also paying the 3% fee for Network for Good. So it will pop up and say, or rather, it doesn't pop up. You have a little button there that says, yes, mm-hmm. I'd like to pay the fee. So people giving you $100, what's another $3, right? And Exactly, yet- and we find that most people will do that. You do. Any percentages in that? I think it's – last we ran that stat, I think it was about 80% of people will cover that fee um, because the fact is, is that they know there's a cost of doing business, you know, and there's a cost to transactions, and they understand that. And so I think that when they see that, they're like, oh, you know, of course, you know, especially when it's a very small amount, they're they're more than willing to, to help cover that because they know that means the more money that's going to go to fund that project. And so we, we find that that's really successful. Um, for both the nonprofit, and I think it helps the donor feel like they can give you just a little bit more to help cover the expenses of, of you know, running this project. So I think it's a win-win for everybody. Yes, that's lovely. That automatically gives them uh, extra money. So we've been thinking that this uh, platform would be excellent for a crowdfunding campaign. Once you realize that Neither Indiegogo nor Kickstarter nor GoFundUs, any of them, uh, they do not do anything to help you. They're not the ones sending out emails to people. Very seldom do you find uh, a tiny, tiny, tiny percent of those people on Indiegogo or Kickstarter get into the top where they are promoted. So the majority get no help at all. They pay the fee to the platforms just for the platform. And and yet with the uh, analytics that we have now through Network for Good uh, from the heart could be its own funding platform using this page 
to uh, raise money from your family and friends and launching your funding campaign right on the same page so that they would they now are donors uh, and they can come back to that page at any time. They will be getting their uh, notification in writing from uh, Network for Good saying this is what you've given and the next time you give, you get that. You get a whole statement of what you've given. So you... Um, you would not have that interruption of having a page where you're raising money, then going to Indiegogo Kickstarter and creating another page where you're raising money, and then when that's over, you drive them back to the first page. It would all be the same place. That makes sense to me. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think there's an incredible opportunity for for you and, and the folks in your network to really think about the collaborative power, right, of, of having that centralized location, of, of seeing all of those projects, seeing all of those filmmakers. Um, I know we were talking earlier about the, the, the filmmaking community and how strong it is, and I think there's just a great opportunity to, to just discover new projects and to drive um, people that are interested in funding those projects to this page that will highlight them. And then, you know, we were also talking a little bit about, you know, that you do need to really focus on your core supporters. And that's really where you're going to start to build that information. And so it's a little bit of a a challenge when we've got organizations that go to a platform and expect that kind of magical thing to happen. You know, it's not it's not just you go set up the page and, and, and donors just magically get there. Um, it's about identifying the people that you can reach out to who are already in your list and start to build that momentum from there, get them on board, and then encourage them to help you spread the word and hopefully raise funds on your behalf. Oh, yes. Well, here's another thing that we <clears throat> have found that really works, and that is – when you send out your email, ask, uh, you also want to ask your friends, family, and fans to send this to their friends. This is really what crowdfunding is, adding people to your database that you never met, and that, and that can bring you a lot of money. So when, they, when someone forwards that email to another person, they would find your uh, website. I mean, they would come to the Network for Good website and be able to donate too, right? You, you encourage that, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. And we do run some special campaigns as well when they come to um, the Network for Good site. We're, we love kind of highlighting a lot of our clients and doing some case studies around them and figuring out what what kind of special stuff that they're doing so we can share that both for the, the donors that are um, in our audience, but also for other organizations looking for uh, for ideas and training, and that's a big thing that we do here at Network for Good as well is is the training and, and support to make sure that everybody is as successful as possible. So providing templates and things like that, and then we run um, some campaigns around things like recurring giving, and we have um, a, a, an event called Giving Tuesday that's coming up. And Carol, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but it's going to be happening at the beginning of December, and we'll have a special site up um, on Network for Good that will highlight exclusively our clients and talk a little bit about folks that are, are raising money. So there's another opportunity for donors to come and, and find those people and find the things that they're interested in and and donate to those projects as well. Okay. So, um, yes, this is a really big time. Uh, so in other words, from the heart would be on that group. And uh, so that uh, we could find the link, your page link would be very important during that 
uh, funding Tuesday, Giving Tuesday, to be sending exactly. Your I link. think if if yeah, I think if people can get on board as you know early as possible, the the, the greater success they're going to see, right? They're going to have a, a, a bigger window of time to get up and running, to get people excited, to get people used to that page and understanding that that's how that they're raising money now. I think if they can get hooked in with with from the heart productions and get on that page, um, you know, then they'll they'll get all of the benefits that will come along with that. And so I think the sooner you do it, the better, um, because it really is about momentum. It's about building that community over time. And um, the earlier you start doing that, the more success that you, you will typically see. Wonderful. Okay. Well, in closing, have you got any tips that you can give to um, people, <laughs> to fundraisers like our filmmakers? Yeah, definitely. I think that, you know, the, the the great opportunity, and I'm so excited, again, to be talking with you today, Carol, is that filmmakers by nature are storytellers. And we know that we're, the most compelling storytellers are the best fundraisers. And I think the trick is for these filmmakers to think about not just the story they're telling with the film, but the story that they're telling to their donors to inspire them to think about why it's important and why they should get excited about this project, what's going to happen as a result. So I think it's really focusing on what's in it for the donor, and that could be through a story, that could be through impact, that could be through maybe some of the special benefits that we talked about earlier in terms of thanking donors and and monthly donors. I think that's one key thing. I think it's also about really having that plan in place. So having that plan in place to understand how you're going to drive people to that experience and monitor it over time so that you understand what's working for your particular project. And so I think that's the other thing. And then I think the third thing I would say is that you have a great opportunity with this platform to not just raise funds for your own project, but to encourage your friends and family and your supporters to go out and connect with their networks and raise funds on your behalf for your projects. And so I think there's a great opportunity to bring new donors into the fold, to bring new audiences in for all these filmmakers that really wouldn't be possible um, in other ways. Excellent. Thank you so much. I'll tell you that what's going to happen is that we, we will ask our filmmakers to listen to this, and I'm going to have a lot of questions. So I hope you'll come back in another two or three months, and let's get caught up with more questions, Karen, okay? I, I, I would definitely love to answer more questions, and, and I look forward to seeing all of the success that you'll have. Yes, me too. It's going to be great. Thank you so much for joining us, and thanks, Claire. Oh, yes, it was great. And uh, both of you be well and uh, very much looking forward to having you back on, Karen. Thank you. Great. Thank you so much, Claire. Take care now. Take care. Bye. Bye. Now, in its second edition, Carol Dean's popular book, The Art of Film Funding, has 12 new chapters to cover all areas of film financing and how to avoid expensive pitfalls. Learn how to start with an idea and end with a trailer. How to make an ask for money. Create your story structure and your trailer. Legal advice, fair use, successful crowdfunding, how to ask for music rights, and what insurance you can't shoot without. Available on Amazon under Carol Dean and at FromTheHeartProductions.com. 
I want to remind our listeners that David Raiklin is a brilliant and talented award-winning musician who scores films and can compose music for a trio or for a full orchestra. David is a very good friend to the independent filmmaker and comes highly recommended by From the Heart Productions. If you need music to help tell your story, please contact him at davidraiklin.com. That's David, R-A-I-K-L-E-N dot com. And Carol and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Art of Film Funding. Please visit our website at fromtheheartproductions.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Good luck with your films, everyone. <laughs>